grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this day is Matthew chapter 4. Here again the part that reads, When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people dwelling in darkness have seen the great light. And for those dwelling in the region, the shadow of death, on them the light has dawned. You may be seated. Jesus comes to bring light and life. So what he does in the land of Naphtali and the land of Zebulun, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, for he comes for you. Our text says, And leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum by the sea, the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali. That territory, Zebulun and Naphtali, were the border cities, or border territories, I should say, of northern Israel. Now, some of you know what it's like to live near the border. You know, living in towns like Flaxton, Tolly, Larson, Fortuna. Yes, small towns with vast distances between them. Desolate, lonely, left to die. Such is the northern border. But the southern border, hundreds of people passing over the border. Some of those are looking for a better life and there are those who seek with evil intent, are like an army bent on destruction, bringing crime, sex trafficking, drugs like fentanyl, a little enough to put down an elephant but lethal to a human being. Zebulun and Naphtali carry these two images. They were the tribes, two of the tribes of the twelve of Israel, named after the two sons of Jacob. They had inherited the northern part, the northernmost part of the land. You might say that they were the beginning of the end of the funnel. Because there in the Northwest Territory lived people from other countries, and they would funnel themselves down into that area and then travel to the south. Well, it was great for business. And they benefited that way. And yet, they also were border areas and the route for armies to march through to invade and conquer countries and cities in the north, Assyria, and Babylon to fight Egypt in the south and even their own city, Jerusalem. Yes, Jerusalem. So far from Jerusalem and the worship that was in the temple, alone, pressured to conform to the worship of other nations and to give up on the Lord. Living in Zebulun and Naphtali were people dwelling in darkness, dwelling in the shadow of death. After the exile, after the deportations, the area eventually was resettled by some of God's people, and again, it was far from Jerusalem, far from the temple, 
They were separated from their brothers in Judah by the country of Samaria. Oh, Samaria. They did not get along with Samaritans. And it was extra work to get Jerusalem from Galilee to Jerusalem, to Jerusalem, back to Galilee. And yet, Jesus chooses to live here. Jesus comes to bring light and life to those in darkness, to those in the shadow of death. Early in the Gospel of Matthew, we, the messenger announces to Joseph, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You who live in Galilee, having trouble being faithful to the Lord, he comes to save you from your sins. And Matthew continues on to testify, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. God had not abandoned this place. Jesus is God in human flesh, the son of David. Now he is there, Emmanuel, God with us. Yes, the prophecy has included this Galilee, even if it is Galilee of the Gentiles. For at the time of Jesus, it is not only Galilee of the Gentiles because it is under the rule of Rome, but because many non-Jews live there as well. A tough place. A tough place to raise your children, always influenced by those who did not believe. And yet Jesus comes and chooses to live there and bring the light of God's reign, the kingdom of heaven, into people's lives. The darkness. Do you recognize the darkness in this world? Today is the 50th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. It is the first year of the decision given back to the states, and yet it has wreaked all kinds of havoc in our nation. North Dakota's only abortion clinic, technically just went over the border. You know what that means. Not far away. What is a few miles? Drawn to temptation. Many lies still ended. We are a border area, a border territory, like Naphtali and Zebulun, living in the shadow of death. And the darkness of many people's lives, as in the time of Jesus, we still have those afflicted by various diseases and pains. Some have trouble getting up in the morning because it is so painful. Those oppressed by demons, though we don't hear about it very often, epileptics, paralytics, all of these are reminders that things are not right in the world and not right in our own lives as well. But notice Matthew testifies that Jesus heals them and he comes to heal you as well. He knows that we live in the shadow of death. You think about it. The number of funerals that will be announced again in the prayers. But first, Jesus deals with us. He deals with what is really wrong in our lives. 
Remember, he was given the name Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. Most of you, if not all of you, have been baptized. God has placed his name on you, proclaiming that God is with you. God knows that the greatest thing that separates us from him is our sin. And the brokenness, the sin of this world, manifests itself in so many ways, in diseases and disabilities that we experience. It affects us mentally and the confidence of our faith. And when we see our bodies deteriorate, when we see our loved ones die and even killed, and fires destroy homes, it feels much like that God has abandoned us and we feel like the territories of Zebulun and Naphtali, a land of darkness, a land of deep darkness. And we want to cry. Our bodies want to cry. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And now this cry has become Jesus' cry on the cross, our brother, God's own son. He feels the abandonment of God, for he who knew no sin became sin for us. And the sun stopped shining. And he died in the darkness, in deep darkness, in our darkness, in our shadow of death. Though he is Emmanuel, he dies alone. And in our loneliness. Yet God the Father, God the Father did not abandon him to the grave, but raised him from the dead so that we too would live a new life. And his word continues this very day, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus brings the kingdom of heaven into our lives. His kingdom is God's rule over sin, death, and the power of the devil. His kingdom is not far away in space or time. It is here. And he takes care of what is really wrong with all of us. Our sin, our separation from God. And the rule of God is through the forgiveness of sins. For as we are reminded in our catechism and as Luther writes, for where there is the forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. Today, we are called to repentance once again. We are called to turn away from letting what we see with our eyes and what we experience and feel. Repentance is turning from death to life. Repentance is turning to the Word of God, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ. For He is God with us, the final Davidic King who will reign forever, reign to give us light and life to those in darkness. The bad news? We're considered dead. But that's good news. For we are dead to sin in Christ. Because we are in Christ, we are also alive to God. He has not forgotten us. For Jesus is our Emmanuel. That's what it means to live by faith. We live not by the world, what it looks like, 
We live not by the pressures the world exerts on us and wants us to be, but we live as God has proclaimed us to be in Christ Jesus. Jesus, our light and our life. We, who are the light and life for others. Amen. Now, the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.